Welcome to the Diversity on the Hill podcast with Pastor Jonathan and Pastor Curcio. Here are the ground rules for our conversation. Respect one another. Openness. No assumptions allowed. Mistakes are welcome. And let's grow together. Enjoy the conversation. Good day, good evening, good morning, good whatever it is for you. I don't I don't know what part of the day you're listening to, but whatever it is, good part of the day or evening from the Diversity on the Hill podcast. That was a long, dumb intro from you. One it of your was dumb. I'm PJ. You know, it's PK here. And yeah. you know what's dumb? What's dumb? That Hulu plus, Hulu Live plus, 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 plus. Oh, that commercial? Plus, yeah, 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 the yeah. plus, plus, plus. Yeah, that, that it's was the plus, dumb. plus, plus for the ESPN. Right. The other the Hulu other, plus. Yeah. So Hulu's a plus, the ESPN's a plus, and the Disney's a plus. Correct. Plus, plus. I mean, it's, they should just call it Hulu plus, plus, plus. Or was, is it Hulu plus, 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 plus? I don't know. The point was that even the person in the commercial called it dumb, yeah. but they went with it. Yeah, so it's dumb. Anyhow, but we're still so we're go just with repeating it. what they said. All so right. and your intro was not dumb. You're totally right. It's a good day because it doesn't matter what time of the day. Or it good is. evening. It could be a good evening it though too. It could be, but day covers the evening. Does it really? It does. The day you, you don't say you don't say good morning in, at night though. The day encompasses 24 hours. You don't say good day. I do at night. You say good night. Right, if I know it's nighttime, but if I don't know if it's nighttime and I'm writing to somebody like an email and they're mm. in another part of the country where they can see it at night, right. I just say good day. Good day. You, do you just, did you do it in an Australian accent? Good day. Good day. Because no, do we I ever say good day? Accent. We never even say good day. I say good day. Say, I don't know what everybody else says. Oh, I say good morning, good night. Well, I good say evening. good morning, good afternoon, good evening. good evening. Yes, 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 morning, yes. Good, but you know what? Afternoon and evening good. is always tricky. Like, when yeah. is it no longer afternoon and Ooh, now it's when evening? Is it, is it when the light? Oh, that's a good one. See? When is it? We should ask that question. But there's another question I want to ask, so maybe we'll ask two questions. Sounds good. And I'm sending out questions before the episode so that when we... Oh, by the way, most people are not on board with candy corn, but it was a lot closer than I thought. Oh, interesting. All yeah. right. We had quite a few responses. So we're talking about the IG. Yeah, yeah. Never on the Hill. Right, Just right. making sure you know where to find these polls and, and these I'm, questions. And I'm pushing the polls to, to, to our followers. That's, yeah, but if you're excellent. not one of our followers, go find us because they're only on for like 24 hours. Oh, nice. I wish they'd be on a little longer. So for the day. For the day. <laughs> there you go. There you go. For a 24-hour period. But if you're not on IG like me. Then you can reach us at diversityhill at gmail.com. But there's no poll there. No. I mean, I guess you but can you can, say, us, you can tell us, yeah. You, you can tell us the answer. Yeah. So candy corn or no candy corn via email if you're not on the IGs. There you go. Right. Love it. So most people not candy corns. So I wonder when does evening turn into, no, when does afternoon turn into evening? Correct. Hmm. Is it when you get off of work? Is it at, at dinner time? At dusk? Is it at dusk? Is it at dinner? Is it at dinner? Like. When but what it? if you eat dinner at five? Well, see, this is what I'm saying. Mm. It's tricky. So when is the evening? When is evening? When is afternoon? I don't. That's not really a poll question. Maybe you can answer. Yeah, you can answer. Okay, I'll do one. I'll, I'll see what I can do there. Sounds good. I have another one, though, for you. All right, what you got? Maybe I should save this one since we already have one. All right. But no, I'm going to do it anyways. Do it anyways. So now I can ask three questions. No, two. Okay. Carrots. What about them? Cooked or raw? Ooh. Now, it, it, are you talking about like just boiled carrots or can they be like they could be whatever. honey just, carrots? Uh, yeah. I, I, fine. I'll let you cheat. <laughs> C- 
cooked, <laughs> I mean, cooked or raw. I like them both ways. But what would you rather eat it? I would I would rather eat them in 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 the honey sauce. In the honey. So cooked in the honey. But what if they're raw in the honey sauce? It uh, you haven't tried it. That's mm, a good question. Interesting. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um I don't get me wrong. I like them raw too, especially my salads. Mm. It gives it like, like that crunchy texture or what have you. And, so um, cooked carrots are gross. <laughs> oh brother. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with that. That's why. That's why I want. And maybe we've talked about this before. It seems familiar. What makes them? Because gro- I remember you saying something about honey. Yes, honey the, the honey carrots. They're, yes, that's even grosser. No, it isn't. Like they still, they're still a little crunchy when they're when they're cooked. Just well, not crunchy, not but, necessarily. But they're a little bit hard. They're yeah, still I don't a little like, hard. I don't like the texture of cooked carrots, and they become a little bit sweeter and grosser. Like I, I like I like raw carrots. Raw okay, carrots okay. are good. Good, good. But so, anyways. We're going to put a bowl back. They're actually healthier that way too, raw. Exactly. I, I get that point. But, exactly. That's but, why I do it. I totally do because of health. <laughs> of course you do. Um, uh, this is when I'm glad we don't have a video podcast because then they'd see my face. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Right. And then be like, hey. Totally do it because of health. Yeah. But hey, if you prefer a video podcast, you can let us know too. No, that's going to be more work, bro. It is more work. You're right. How are you going to do? Th- yeah, you're no, too busy know. already. Yeah, no, no. And you know me in technology. I, I mean, I'd post it, but I don't know what would happen. Well, I would have to recruit somebody to help mm, us with that we'd have to recruit, and there's yeah. a young there's a young person in my sabbath school Ooh. and in our community Ooh. that uh he's willing oh all right already i know this okay that might but, be a good idea but anyhow speaking of, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do this on on record not that it helps ever because we still haven't heard your rap i haven't forgot from about it season one like episode <laughs> it was one. season one it was episode two i mean season two that we talked about no i'm yeah, pretty sure it was season one long. we talked no, about the rap. It had to oh be yeah, season yeah. Two. no Folks, tell them tell them I'm right. <laughs> Had to be season one that it was all about. You, we still haven't heard this rap. Yeah, but because well, because here's the thing. Here's the thing. There, there's two types. I I can write the rap out, and that's what I started doing. And then I was like, you know what? The point was to freestyle, not mm. not to write the rap out, okay. right? So then I stopped writing the rap out, and then life has just gotten in the way, and I just haven't had a, an opportunity because okay. I wanted to have I wanted to have the song. And then I couldn't get the song, because remember, it, yeah, it was, you wanted it was to find the song, the song. right, yeah. right, right, and, and I couldn't get the license. I couldn't get the licenses to to play it. So uh, now I'd have to search for another song mm. that I can actually use that I that uh, that has, is royalty free. Okay. So that way I can actually use it and try to freestyle, right? So look at you. But it's been a while. So. All right. Not, not it, you're not missing out on anything. So don't worry. I about still want to hear it. I, I just, I just want to oh, yeah. hear it. I but, just, I, but I'm going to freestyle now instead of actually write it okay, out. Okay, all right. So that's I'll take either. I'll it. take either one. To be honest with you, <laughs> I'll, I'll take either one. So on on that route of I don't know if, but I want to publicly do this on on the the radio waves. Sure, this isn't a the radio. Airwaves. The podcast the airwaves. waves. Airwaves. Airwaves. Yeah. Pod waves. Okay, sure. Pod waves. Hey, you might come up with a new terminology. Pod waves over the pod waves. We're working on a new logo at some point. Yes, we are. For our podcast. It's in the works. Okay, it's in the works. I just want to publicly say it so we have to, at some point, come to fruition. Yeah. Yeah, because we've been trying to work on this for a little while. But well, well, we started, we said we wanted to, right. but then we kind of like, eh, do we really, uh, and we kind of. Do we have a lead or can we outsource this to people? Can we say, hey, if you have a good idea. Well, I mean, they can always send that to us yeah. at theversionhill at gmail.com. Or on the IG at the Resident Hill, but we do have a um, graphic designer. Oh, nice! Who's helping us already? All right, cool. All right. So that's that's a neat part about. So it. never mind. I mean, if you have a great idea, who knows? Yeah, I mean, they can send the idea. It doesn't hurt anything. Um, 
we have a very interesting um, title, right? Like diversity yeah. on a hill. Um, but we're always about being the salt of the earth, being the light, mm. you know, of the town or what have you, right? Having, having conversations and yeah. So there's a lot of little nuance to could be, yeah. our name and what we do. Sure. And that's what makes it a little bit more complicated. All right. Well, we got to jump straight into this because we don't have a lot of time to record Let's today. Let's do it. So letting you, and now this was a couple weeks ago, but I felt like it, I, I wanted to sh do it last week, but last week we it had, we had to talk about the unfortunate uh, loss in our community. Please sure. continue to pray for the family. The Baker family. Yes, please. Um, but I wanted to share this last week because it was a little, a little fresher. So this was uh, last week, but there's, there's a press conference with the head coach of the Buccaneers. Oh, and they're asking him some questions. Todd Bowles. Yeah. So it wasn't this week, but the week before they had played the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh yeah. They lost that game. Yeah. They lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers and the, mm -hmm. uh, Chris Tomlin is the coach of that team. Correct. And also, uh, remember we talked about the controversy with the Miami Dolphins that they were being sued by Brian Flores. Oh, yeah. So these Brian are, Flores these is now a defensive coach for the Steelers. Oh, these are all African-American coaches you're talking about here. Yeah. Okay. So some people took, the, took this time to ask Bowles some questions about this particular topic. And we've talked about this topic. Okay. And I thought his answer was interesting and had an interesting perspective that I wanted to talk about since it's something we talk about regularly, race and the issues there. Right. So I'm going to play it right now. Or is the volume up enough so oh, that we can yeah. hear it? All right, here we go. We're going to try to play this, this clip of this news press conference. Uh, you, you and Mike Tomlin are two of the few black head coaches in the league. I wonder what your relationship is like with them and your thoughts on Steve Wilkes joining that fold. I have a very good relationship with Tomlin. Uh, we don't look at what color we are when we coach against each other. We just know each other. I have a lot of very good white friends that coach in this league as well, and I don't think it's a big deal as far as us being coaching against each other. I think it's normal. Wilkes got an opportunity to do a good job. Hopefully he does it. And we coach ball. We don't look at color. But you also understand that representation matters too, right? And that when young, aspiring coaches or even football players, they see you guys, you know, they see someone that looks like them, they could grow up like them. That has to mean something. Well, when you say you see you guys and look like them and grow up like them, it means that we're eyeballs to begin with. And I think the minute you guys start, stop making a big deal about it, everybody else will as well. Hmm. Interesting perspective here. Very much so. Um, and I found this very interesting, stating the fact that he was playing against the Pittsburgh Steelers, mm -hmm. who have Brian Flores now on their coaching thing, who is suing the NFL for what he thinks is... Uh, discrimination. Discrimination. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, and so they're asking him poignant questions. And it's, I just found some of his answers to be very interesting and kind of almost a little bit counter to the narrative... That we sometimes hear. Okay. And, uh, well, first off, this is your first time hearing it. Yep. What do you think? Uh, I think that, that this is uh, something that the community, the African-American community, is still divided on, right? Mm. Because there's conversations of the fact that uh, people want to see or acknowledge color. Mm -hmm. And then others say, no, don't acknowledge color. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, Todd Bowles, obviously, right there stated he they don't look at color. Right? That that to them is, is their norm. It, that's not something that impacts them any which way. Right. Um, but 
I don't know that everyone in the community agrees with that perspective yeah. uh, or approach to the conversation, the racial conversation, the race conversation. Right. So I, I don't know, like color is something that God created, mm-hmm. you know, uh, we obviously really enjoy the fact that our TVs are color now and not mm-hmm. black and white, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of idea. And the thought process is colors are beautiful. Mm-hmm. So personally, I, I acknowledge color. I see color. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to race, I don't think the, the, the thought, we have to acknowledge our differences. Mm-hmm. We aren't all made the same and that is okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I am on the side of the fence where it's like, I want to acknowledge color, right? Sure. Um, not because color makes me better than anybody else or, uh, should be used in that fashion, uh, even though, you know, kind of naturally it does for most people, but, um, he's probably going to make some people happy and he's going to make some people upset. Sure. Is, is what I'm getting at because they're, they're still split on how exactly to treat that conversation. Yeah. And obviously it's, I, I when you hear these kind of situations, it's, it's interesting to see which youtubers or which one take a hold of this right 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 and usually it's the super conservative right that's like ah this black coach um and i always use this term and i I hate it when people use this term as a derogatory term because you're just you're basically but um gets awake uh, a woke uh journalist puts the woke journalist in their place yeah it's yeah. like, why are you why are you using those words? Why don't you just say, hey, Todd Bowles had some interesting things to say. Let's talk about this in a yeah. way. But he's like, yeah, you see, they put them them woke people down. And and, and while I just want to bring it up because I do feel like there's some interesting counterpoints here. Sure. That some people brought up that I feel like is interesting. Okay. Uh, both of the people who asked the question were white reporters. Yes. All right. I didn't really have a problem with the first question. Like, hey, you know. There's representation. You are the, you are only two of three now because I think another coach got an opportunity and that's what they were saying. And to me, he was just saying, "Hey, how how special is this?" You know. Yeah. But there was something interesting that he said in this. Hey, do you? He almost made it sound like, "Hey, because you guys are black, you guys are friends." Right. Which yeah. to me is an interesting concept. Well, because if you say that to someone, hey, I think you'd. You, you know, I've heard people, I've had people tell me stories where, hey, someone introduced me to someone saying, hey, I think you'll be good friends. And then they were another black person like, oh, because they're black, they think I'd be friends with them. Right, right. Well, I I see, I see, I get that. I think at the same time, the fact that there's so many few um, African-American coaches mm-hmm. within the NFL, which we understand has often been referred to as its own, like, fraternity right like it's a, it's a, it's a very tight group mm-hmm. right um and not everybody gets to be involved in the nfl right? right so i would assume that they are coming from the perspective of you encourage each other does it mean that they have to be friends well no obviously yeah you you, you only because you you look the same or quote unquote like they say grew up the same doesn't mean that you're going to get well, that, along. Well, that was the second question. Right. And I want to get to that one because right. to me that one's a little spicier. But let's yeah, listen yeah. to the guy's question again. Hold on. Uh, you you and Mike Tomlin are two of the few black head coaches in the league. I wonder what your relationship is like with them and your thoughts on Steve Wilkes joining that fold. Okay, he says, yeah. I wonder about so your relationship. He, right, he just, with right. So, okay. so the idea is you would assume that they're encouraging each other and that they reach out and they have relationship just like the players do. 
They're yeah. players that are on different teams, even rivalry teams that that actually get along because some of them play together in college or they encourage each other while they were in college. You know, so yes, if if here's a perfect example right here at at the Causeville Church, right? I'm one of the minority pastors on staff, mm-hmm. and then there was another one that that was hired, right? Mm-hmm. And and then it was like okay, like some people will say. They must get along because they're both the only minorities in the, on the staff. Mm-hmm. And it's like we do get along, right? And we encourage one another and uh, we hold each other up in difficult times because sometimes you're, you're on your own. And I was on my own for a little bit until he was hired. So there is that natural tendency to want to help and mm-hmm. encourage one another, right? Um, but it's not like, I mean, I've only known him for as long as he's been on staff, right? He doesn't have the relationship that you and I have. Mm-hmm. You know, I believe that, that you, you, you know, you're part of my inner circle. He's not, right. you know, that kind of idea. And it, there's no offense. I'm not part of his inner circle either. But when it comes to work, we do encourage each other and we are there for one another and we do, you know, support each other. So, so with that thought, I think is where they're coming from when he's like, I wonder about your relationship, right, with these other few coaches in this particular circle. Sure. Now, the other question is the one that uh, got to me a little bit because it was almost like and this was a, a another white lady journalist in in this particular sense. Um, basically, what some people thought, some of the commentary was like, she's basically telling him, hey, but you understand that this is important. Right. <laughs> and, and to me, that was... A little bit to me, it would come across as a little condescending. Yeah, as to hey, you understand it's important that players see representation, right? And he's a African American coach, right? Yeah, he understands that. But what he's trying to say is, hey, at least in my mind, there's something bigger than that. And and his response was very interesting. I'd never heard it this way, and I know not all people are going to agree with this, but he's like the fact that you said that. Those people are going to understand me better because we come from the same background, the same culture. They have the same. So, so the fact that you're lumping me in with, with a group means that we're, we're oddballs. Yeah. Basically yeah. you're saying, Hey, you have to stick together and have representation because you're odd or you're different. Right. Right. He, he did point that out. And, and, and I like that to a certain degree because at least for me as, and I've said this before, as the youth director of the conference, I hate the fact, and I believe there is an importance for my job, but I hate the fact that there is so much segregation in our church, not just in um, race, but in anything. Yeah. Like I don't like segregation in anywhere. So I like the youth. I want the youth to be a part of the body of church not separated from the body of church. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I love the fact that, obviously I think this is a bit idealistic, and I do think that there is times to point out lack of representation. Mm -hmm. There are times to point out, hey, we need to do a better job because it's obvious that there are so few Mm -hmm. African-American head coaches, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Obviously there's times that needs to be addressed, but I also like the fact that he's saying, hey, listen, I want to get to the point where we don't even worry about that, that we're just talking about football. Yeah. And, and again, this is, this is that whole conversation about seeing color and not seeing color. We first of all need to understand that we're all humans. We all see color. It's ridiculous to say you don't see color. Right. That's, that's ridiculous. 
so so then the the point that I'm that I'm trying to get to, which is what he's saying, we still use the color as a point of division, and we think that these people, quote unquote, live differently. You know what? It, like I I heard this cliche said before. I put on my pants the same way any other man does. Mm-hmm. You know, and well, our, there's some weird people who put on their pants weirdly. I'm just saying. Sure, you know, but but my okay. point is that we wear <laughs> pants as well, right? And we put them on somehow, right? <laughs> and, and the and the idea is we are no different yeah. than everybody else, only because we have a different hue. Yeah. Right. And and I think that that's that's where where I think his frustration started to 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 display itself. And he's like, you all, you know, continue making this a thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Where you continue to see us as. Other subjects like mm. like it's like you are crafted differently, like 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 you're alien almost. Yeah. Right. And it's like we're not alien. We are same as you all. Period. Right. And so that's the thing is there, there is a balance here that I feel like he didn't quite, I, I don't think Tomlin would have answered these this way. And I definitely don't, and I definitely know Flores wouldn't have answered him this way. He would have probably been on the opposite side, probably highlighting them even more. Flores would have been a little more fiery. I think Tomlin would have been a little bit more political. He would have been political, but he definitely wouldn't have said, hey, listen, you're, you know, he, it almost sounds like Bowles, Bowles is saying, I, I, I'm not care about color right now i'm all i care is about football yeah right this is what we're talking about you guys are focusing way too much on this right now well well i think that tomlin would have been like yeah that's important we focus on yeah well i mean again this is this is part of it because they are saying that since the majority of the league um has african-americans in it and, and they're like the superstars then being able to relate with someone that has that same uh, nationality, if you will, or or race, uh, is a positive influence for them, right? Yeah. And I think that what Bowles is trying to get at is like, look, that that hasn't played a factor in how well these guys execute what they do. Mm-hmm. You know, they're professionals, and they understand that this is part of uh, part of the system. You know, so I I don't know I I I, I sense this frustration, and I and I get it. He's trying to just temperate it seems well i i think i think it's important because i do feel like even within every community there are people who have different thoughts and different ways of approaching it mm-hmm. right and this is a part of the this is a part of the conversation right everyone everyone has a different story and i believe it's important that everyone shares that story in how they view it so that we can come to that beautiful place where we're working together yeah and I agree with that. And at the same time, I think now coming from her, right, mm-hmm. she's also a minority in a sense, maybe not in race, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Females in sports mm-hmm. and, and being journalists for sports. They've had to come a long way to get into these rooms sure, to have conversations as well. And I wonder if, if obviously we don't know the whole story, but I'm wondering if she's coming from that perspective where it's like, you know, this matters representation matters now is she talking about also from her story like her experience being able to 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 represent females in the room right now he's representing the african-americans in the coaching level which we were uh acknowledged which was acknowledged in the first question which is you know you guys are few and far between well i I get it 
And I think that's, that's cool. That's a beautiful thought that you had there. I like the way you did that. But I also don't believe it's her place to say, hey, do you realize it's important for you? That's, that's his story. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah and yeah. I would have, I mean, maybe if, if she feels that way, she should have done that to herself. She's like, well, for me, I know it's important that I'm represented. Do you feel like that's important for you? Sure. She could have worded it differently. Yeah. Because yeah. you're basically saying, hey, don't you know this is important? Right. Wait, right. wait, wait. Maybe to me, the way you're questioning isn't important. My story is different. Let me tell my story. Let Don't put into words. Don't frame my story. Don't yeah. frame yeah. what I feel like should be important. Right. That's where I feel like she felt short in that question. I, I like the fact that you're thinking about it that way. Hey, yeah, it's important to her. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I can't go to an African-American and say, hey, don't you feel like this is important or this isn't important as a Hispanic? This is what, and they're like, that's not your story. Yeah. Your story's yeah. different than mine. Yeah, can't impose. Yeah, you can't impose that. Now mm -hmm. I can say, here's how I feel about it and why what about this perspective? Can you think about this perspective? You know, there there are things like that. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, and and maybe that's what she meant. It just at least it hit wrong there from his perspective because he's basically saying, "Well, anyways, that anyway, I just wanted to bring it to kind of a little different uh perspective to that coaching carousel." Yeah, no, that's um, great. I mean, again, this is one of those things that um, we're going to continue having conversations about this because this is uh, an evolving topic, right? And, and hopefully we're not having a conversation in a way where it's like we're bringing it up the problems. I, I'm just trying to extend another s side of story. Yeah. Well, I, I, want, I want to continue a dialogue in a way that leads us to a place where I feel, I feel like, Bowles, eventually I don't want us to be to make have to make this a big deal. Now we're in this world. We're always going to do till Jesus come. Yeah, no, no, I hear you. you. But at the same time, you know, I'm glad that I'm glad to see that, that the conversation is more out in the open. Yeah. So you got to think about that too. The mere fact that they, that they're asking the questions now and, and, and actually acknowledging that the struggle and acknowledging the fact that um, it's a great accomplishment that they've made to be head coaches in a league that has very few African-American coaches. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, now, all the other assumptions that come with that, well, we can do without. But at the same time, the conversation now is more normal and we hear it more often. And I think that that's growth in and of itself. Yeah. Right. So the fact that they can have that conversation there and we hope that you all are having conversations similar in your um, realm or, or, or your uh, circle of influence, you know, is, is great to be able to continue learning uh together right and growing together on how to continue to have these conversations these difficult conversations um with people of other races yeah or other anything yeah other, other denominations genders, other genders other, yeah, other ideologies uh, yes 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 we need yes. to know their stories to better you know right and not impose on their story right. right and not think that what matters to me has to matter to them right and right. You haven't experienced what they have. Just remember. Exactly. Yeah. Like, for example, you know, I like honey carrots and you don't. Well, I, that's because I've experienced honey carrots and they're terrible. <laughs> no, it depends who makes it. This, you know, we talked about this before. Sweet food. You can is have not the good. same. What? Oh, we're going to we go down that road food. again? Well, sweet food just isn't good. Uh, to PJ, they're not good. To right. me, they're delicious. Mm. That's why I love plantain. And, and that's if we why go out for lunch, I'm going to probably order plantain. That's your story. <laughs> And I'm sorry that that's your story. I apologize that you've been through such, a, such. Oh, anyways, such a what? There's nothing wrong with I'm, with sweet I'm, food. 
Yeah, it's sweet food. It's not good. Sweet's made for desserts, but it's okay. I mean, I understand people like sweet food. I don't have a problem with that. I do have a problem with <laughs> carrots that are cooked. You're going to have a real problem during this season, right? Because this is this, the season of sweet food. Actually, this is, I do have a problem with this season because a lot of the desserts are fall-y, like pumpkin-y. I don't like pumpkin-y because I do have a problem with this season. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Oh, Anyways, I'm pray for you, PJ. <laughs> pray for me, bro. No, go ahead. You pray. All right, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for our differences. Um, we know that you created each one of us uniquely to show your glory. And it takes us all to show your glory. Lord, we've all also been through different stories in different parts in our lives. And Lord, we just pray that in all that we do, that we will allow the Holy Spirit to guide us. Yes, amen. And in our conversations, in the way we talk with people, in the way we um, interact with them. Mm -hmm. And Lord, we just want to glorify you in your name. Amen. And help us to do that in the best way possible. Yes. Thank you for your love and grace. We pray these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Again, reach us at diversityonahill at gmail.com or on the IG at diversityonahill. You're such good. You're so professional and good at plugging things. I like, I'm terrible. Trying. I could go a whole episode without plugging anything. Well, no, I want to hear from like, you. Know, but you like hearing from them too. I makes, do, but you know, I would totally forget. <laughs> It's I'm okay. enraptured with the conversation with you, and, and I just forget about the other And things. that's why we're a team. Right. Oh, nice. That's why we need each other. That's right. Thank you for listening to Diversity on the Hill podcast. This is PJ, and I'm out. And PK here. Many blessings. Until next time. Sorry about fall sweet food. Not me. <laughs>